Hey everyone, welcome to episode 211, Calming Down with Kale. Meet our mom, Kelly Hutchison. She is a life coach. She is a child counselor. She is a teacher. She's a parent coach. And she's a mom to us. She will teach you to stop yelling at your kids. She will teach you to get your kids to lesson. She will teach you how to never sleep with mommy guilt again. She will teach you how to be an imperfect mom. So you can help your kids be imperfect too. And have harmony in the home. I know, I know the episode titles are Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but since I'm a little Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, I think it only makes sense that my titles are kind of like little, I don't know, hooks to get you to want to listen, like, huh, and pique your curiosity. Do you know I was like in my 30s, maybe 40s, when I realized that pique your curiosity, random ADD note, um, you spell it P-I-Q-U-E for peak. What? I feel like I should have known that in my teens or my at least 20s. But when I found that out, I was like, because I always spelled it P-E-A-K-E-D, but it's really when you say pique my curiosity, it's P-I-Q-U-E-D. So there's a little trivia question you never know, and it's another trivia item that you didn't need to know that I just gave you anyway, because you just never know what's going to happen. So I want to talk to you about something we've talked about in the past, and it's a very scary workout that I've taught. I think the title of our podcast about it was called The Hardest Workout You'll Ever Do, and it was all about meditation. And the word meditation gets kind of scary. People get, they run from that word. So what if we just said some quiet time or some decompression time or some disconnection time where you disconnect from the outside world to shut off the noise? So it's a way to shut off the noise and you can call it meditation. You can call it stillness. You can call it breath work. You can actually call it whatever you want. It's like, it's like those moments when you're at the red light and you kind of just zone out. That's your body's way and your brain's way of daydreaming to kind of like, whoa, this is a lot coming in. It's a lot of stimulation coming in. So you need that time to have stillness, quiet, calm, whatever you want to call it. Everyone needs that. It's the way that the brain kind of sets, resets itself. And so we see it with our phones. Our phones get low batteries and we plug it in. And when we sleep, that's when we have the most stillness. When we're falling asleep and when we're just waking up, that's when we can really, really tap into this calmness because that's when your brain is fully unconscious when you're asleep. And then when you're falling asleep, you can kind of see yourself going from consciousness to unconsciousness. And a lot of people, and me included, have had problems sleeping in the past because we can't shut off our brain. So during the day when we practice shutting off our brain just like we need to do when we're sleeping or falling asleep or waking up. Shutting off the brain helps to be calm during troubled waters, during stressful waters. It helps us to be calm when there's storms around us. It could be our boss. It could be our kids. It could be our spouse. It could be our dogs. It could be a workout. Whatever it is, we have to train our brain during calm waters to know what to do when the storm gets a little rocky road, so to speak. Did you see that? I think it was Carnival Cruise Line where they were in those waves and the waves got into the boat and everything was flooded. I was like, whoa, that is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs crazy. So 
one time I was having my moments of calm. And also you might have this like if you're um, at a red light or um, also sometimes in the car line, that's kind of like, okay, the kids are about to get in the car. I know most of us are out for summer unless you're in year round school or unless you're homeschooling, everyone's schedule is different. But a lot of people are at home for summer right now. So you're not doing the car line. So it's going to be a little bit harder to sneak this in. I'm talking one minute a day, one minute when you're even when you're you can even practice this when you're falling asleep or you can practice it while you're cooking dinner. You're not closing your eyes all the time. Sometimes you're just ab ability to shut off the noise, even though the noise is there because it trains the brain what to do when the waters get rocky. So one time when I was having my calm moments, all of a sudden my brain kept going to my to-do list and it's that chatter. It's like, I feel like my brain and most brains I feel like I have a million tabs open and then the TV's on at the same time. And then the TV constantly flips from channel to channel to channel to channel while all these tabs are open at the same time. Now I have a highly, highly distractible brain. I don't know if you're like me, but my attention deficit disorder is, I feel like getting worse with age versus getting better. As far as that flipping of the channels, I used to be able to hold the flipping of the channels and watch something for a couple of seconds to a minute. And now I feel like it's like, under three seconds. Now I don't mean actually flipping the channels on a television, but I mean in my brain. So this is something that really helps to train the brain to kind of slow its roll, so to speak. So during quiet time, I was kept going back to the to-do list or laundry or feed the dogs or call the vet because the brain doesn't like that calmness and it gets scared and it gets, feels vulnerable. So it starts to make the chatter louder. That's why it's a lot, very hard to fall asleep a lot of times because that's when the brain doesn't have any more tasks to do. So when we're overly busy and we're overly taskmaster-ish, which most of us are that listen to this podcast, when we're not actually doing anything, that's when the brain's like, whoa, 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 we can't do this. Oh, let's think of all the things. And then it just comes wide awake and it's alive and all the things just fly through our brain. This happens sometimes in the shower too, because that's when we are distraction free. That's why some of our best ideas can come sometimes when we're in the shower or we're driving or we're sitting in the car line, because that's the time where the brain doesn't have anything to do to distract it. So all it can do is think. So it's very scary just to sit there and think because it's very uncomfortable. But when we train our brain to do it and what to do during it, then it's not so scary and it's easier to fall asleep. It's easier to be, it's easier to be calm when the kids are wild or your dogs are wild or your spouses or your boss or you're stuck in traffic. And this acronym came to me because I kept going to the chatter, the chatter, the chatter. And the word kale kept coming up, not the word kale, but what it stands for. And it's an acronym for kind, abundant, loving energy. So if I'm having a hard time sleeping or I'm having a hard time with my stillness or I'm having a hard time meditating or even a power nap when you're sitting in the car line and your brain goes to, I'll just call it the chatter. That's when it's good to have some type of mantra or some type of phrase or some type of acronym that you repeat over and over to remind the brain, this is not think time. This is not chatter time. It's kind of like when I was in high school and the teachers were always like, okay, now it's work time. I know you're just working in a group. Now it's quite silent work time. And that was really hard for me because all I, when someone told me not to talk in class, ask my best friend, Allison, that's when I wanted to talk the most. 
it made me want to do it more. It's like, I was so rebellious. Like when someone tells me not to do something, I actually want to do it more, even though I didn't really want to do it in the first place. <laughs> so when the brain says, calm down, relax, go to sleep, take a power nap, be calm in the storm, the brain can act super rebellious and do the opposite. So when you have some type of acronym or some type of word that you rephrase and say over and over to yourself, it trains the brain like, oh, this is calm down time. We can shut off the chatter. And you can just kind of talk to the chatter like you're friends with the chatter and you say, it's okay, chatter. We'll come back. You don't have to call it chatter. You can call it whatever you want. It's okay, brain. You talk to it like it's a little kid who has a Sharpie that's going through a house with white walls and white couches. It's okay. Put the Sharpie down. But if you're like, give me that Sharpie right now. Oh my gosh, we're going to put the Sharpie down. Then the kid's going to run and, and flip out. So you just have to talk to the brain like it's a toddler holding a Sharpie marker in a white house with white couches. It's okay. We're going to go back to the chatter when we wake up. This is especially helpful when I'm trying to fall asleep. I'll just say kind, abundant, loving energy, or I'll say kale, kale. Because I've said it so many times, thousands upon thousands of times, my brain knows kale means like, all right, it's time to shut her down. And then the rest of your brain hopefully gets the memo. And if it doesn't work, guess what? You just keep doing it. And you keep saying it. It's kind of like what they talk about when you're counting sheep. Counting sheep never worked for me to help me sleep but it's the same concept. And the reason why they do that is because they're trying to distract you from the chatter, the counting of sheep, not they, but the act of counting sheep is a way to calm the brain down and say, okay, we're going to picture these sheep jumping over the fence. We're going to count one sheep, two sheep, three. And that's why they say, keep counting until you run out of sheep. Well, you run out of counting. Well, the goal is you fall asleep before you run out because you can't ever run out. It's infinite. So it doesn't have to be kale, but this is a really good strategy to practice on yourself during calm waters, during those pockets of stillness. And if you don't have those pockets of stillness, you can practice when you're waking up and when you're going to sleep. Because most of the time, that's going to be the calmest time and the stillest time to practice this. And you know what the best part is when you master something like this, or you're just practicing, you do not have to get to mastery because nothing in life will ever get to full mastery. When you know that everything's a journey, not a destination, then it takes the pressure off having to get to that finish line and you won't have so much destination addiction. And the coolest part about learning kale or something like kale or calmness or stillness or an acronym or a word that you repeat itself with is that once you learn it and you're practicing it, then you can teach it to the kids and then they can practice it. And even if they're not practicing it, they still see that from you and then they can practice it when they want to practice it because they have their own free will and they have their own free agency. And when they have more kind, abundant, loving energy coming from their parents, then they're going to have more kind, abundant, loving energy in their hearts. And guess what happens then? You'll have more harmony in the home. All right, guys, I'll talk to you next week. Love you. Bye-bye. Hey, mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting boot camp, where we take all of this to the next level and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com. And if you really want to fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, what was that lightning bolt moment while you were listening. I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me 
which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.